Hey everybody, welcome again to F This Movie, the official podcast of FThisMovie.com. Movie love for movie lovers. My name is Patrick Bromley and I'm super excited for this week's show because I'm joined by my movie lover for a movie she loves. I'm talking <laughs> Xanadu with my wife Erica Bromley. Hi babe. Hi, do I love it? I <laughs> thought you did and that's why we're talking about it. I love it in theory. <laughs> We'll get there. Hi. Uh, hi. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm fine. Good. It's fun to get to record one of these shows in person, so thanks yeah. for living with me. <laughs> You're stuck with me. Yay. Thanks for having me back. Uh, on a the year show. ago, this I'm basement that we're in recording house. in flooded. Yeah. So it's nice to be down here recording a show. This is not the first time we've recorded no, down here right, since no. then, but we were just reminded the other day, thanks oh. to what, Facebook memories? Yeah. Memories. when our entire basement flooded and was unusable for months. That was fun. That was fun. That was a good time. That no, was really um, fun. I believe that our last recorded podcast in the basement before it flooded last year was Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman, baby. Wow, and now we're back with Xanadu. Xanadu. No, I mean, I've been on the show since then, though. Yes, you have. Yes, okay. We're giving the people what they want. 3,000 miles to Graceland <laughs> last week, Xanadu this week. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> anyway. They do want Xanadu. They do want Xanadu. Everybody wants Xanadu. I know it. Uh, Bew, have you seen anything good lately? Have I? Well, you know what? Can I share that I got to show my students, as I sometimes do in a certain class that I teach, um, I got to show them Super 8. And they loved it. Very nice. And it's such a joy to watch it with them. And it's, yeah, it's um, really fun to see it through their eyes. I love it more every time I see it. And I think back to when we saw it in the theater, and I really liked it. But I remember, you know, maybe having a few moments of, like, sighing at some of the, <laughs> you know, heavy-handedness or symbolism. Like, you know. Is there heavy-handedness <laughs> in that movie? But now, I don't know if it's because we're older, we have two kids, I teach so many wonderful, lovely students who share with me many things from their lives and just everyone, right? We're all just trying to make it in this world. And and I don't know, I just get really emotional. The movie is so good. And every time he says, I'm just trying to do my best to save you, it's so emotional. And the music is so great. The so music is great. I just, it, what a blessing to even be able to just share that with these kids and to have them they love it so much and so many of them say they would have never watched it on their own which is something that they say with a lot of films that i yeah. get to teach oh i what never would have do yeah. they discover on their own do you have a sense of that well i mean even pre-pandemic it's just a different time like no i know that's right, why yeah, i wonder right are there any movies that marvel they... okay marvel okay. and then you get like one kid out of 30 who knows things like right, their the parents, parents have introduced them, them right yeah, yeah, yeah. so i do have my students who are like oh i've already seen et or i've right. already i know this but it's because they're introduced by their parents speaking of introduced by their parents i also so i run a little after school club where we have movie screenings kind of like a book club but it's a movie club right so movie club, movie club and we we're got changing to... the name of this podcast to movie club <laughs> movie club let's do it welcome to movie club exclamation point i like it all right done mc <laughs> gonna have to have a new new logos new shirts everything everything it's a lot of work movie club movie club 2022 i showed back to the future this week and again here this is an optional club they don't you know get anything out of it other than getting to watch 
awesome movies. And the kids like Zoom in right now. Right now, school is in person, um, but the movie club has been over Zoom. And so many kids Zoom in, and they were excited about Back to the Future. Some kids had seen it. Some kids hadn't. And again, going back to parents, one girl specifically said, oh, my mom loves this movie and has told me so many times that I really need to see it. So that's why I'm here today. And I was like, great. And then she ended up loving it and just had so much to say after we watched it about how fun it was. And she's so glad she saw it. So that was cool. Nice. Yeah. I just took our son Charlie to see it uh, last weekend. Yes. There was a theater that happened to be showing Back to the Future, and so on a Saturday afternoon, we went and basically had our own private screening, because there was one other person in the theater sitting all the way in the back, so, and we were masked, and, you know, we're trying to be safe. Haven't really gone back for a proper movie yet. Well, I guess well, Godzilla. That was so proper. That was the best one. We went to Music Box. <laughs> it was proper. Um, but it occurred to me that Charlie has now seen Back to the Future theatrically three times. Wow. At the age of 12. So okay, that's pretty so good. Okay, so what are the three times that he's gotten to see it on the big screen? I remember one. Twice with me. Uh-huh. And then once when we did our 500th. Right. So. Which was last summer? No, it was 2019. Again, last I, summer didn't is, exist. No. <laughs> so. Well, but last summer was something, right? It was our... Our 10th anniversary. 10th anniversary. Yeah, so we just par- had our 11th birthday. Which I would not have known if you hadn't texted it to me. We did nothing to recognize it. Nothing I, to celebrate I it. I know. I felt well, bad. Well, that's why I texted celebrate you. every I thought, single birthday. I know, And it was right. on like a Sunday. And what are we going to do, you know? I don't know. There's some movies where it's like... This movie's been out for 14 years, oh, and I think to break. myself, That's I every... think to myself, like, wait until next year. 15 seems like the number, but I know it just every website looking for content is just this but... movie celebrating its 17th anniversary. Right, All but right. If, if we go off of, um, if we don't stick to like you know major milestones, then every movie every day has is always right. Having an anniversary. There's always right, right, um, exactly. Well, Charlie's so lucky. And, and happy birthday of this movie. 11th birthday. I believe it was on Sunday, Mother's Day, right? I believe you are yes. correct. That's why we didn't celebrate Happy you. Mother's Day Thanks. to you. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate it so happy much. Happy Teacher Appreciation Week. Thank belated. you. That was last week, I think. Yeah. yeah, right. yeah. Mother's were... Day has passed. Teacher Appreciation Week has thanks passed. Thanks for all the surprises for me. And mostly thanks for that amazing meal that you cooked on Sunday. <laughs> Patrick always cooks. I mean... I, thank well, goodness. That's not true. No, I mean you almost always cook. I'm not cooking. You're cooking. Well, if someone cooks, it's me. <laughs> but I don't always cook. Um, but you made something incredible on Sunday, and it was so delicious. That's because I love you. Thanks. Uh, what else have you seen? We watched the Kevin Bacon Amanda Seyfried movie. Seyfried. Seyfried. How do you say I that? I don't know. Oh my gosh. I think I say Seyfried. Amanda Seyfried. Seyfried. But it might be Seyfried. I apologize to her if she's listening, which she's not. She does listen. No. (laughs) Okay. She's a huge fan. She is a huge fan. She was the one who gave us the idea to change it to movie club. Oh, movie club. Yeah. Amanda Seyfried's movie club. Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. What was that movie called again? Uh, You Should Have Left. You Should Have Left. Yes. Also a review of the movie. (laughs) Take that, Gene (laughs) Shallot. So You Should Have Left was a movie. True. <laughs> you should have left felt like a movie that wanted to be a few different things and couldn't decide and so tried to be bits of all of them and then in my opinion didn't totally succeed. I would agree with that. Okay. I it was funny to watch you react in real time. <laughs> 
because I knew who had written and directed the movie, but when it ended, it said written and directed by David Kep, and you said, David Kep, stir of echoes, and it was like all these pieces came into focus all at once, (laughs) like, that's what the movie was trying to be and wasn't. I love stir of echoes. I know you do. Have we ever done a podcast? Yeah, Rob and I did. Okay. Should you do another one? Yeah, with you me go right now. Yeah. All okay. Right. This is now about Stir, Stir of Echoes. <laughs> movie Club presents Stir of Echoes. I'm sorry, Amanda Seyfried's Movie Club presents Stir of Echoes. Um. So yeah, I just it didn't it didn't work. No, I agree. Here's a question. Okay. Because when the movie was announced, or when the trailers first started coming out, whatever you know, when we, when we first became aware of it, there's a lot of reaction to. Um, Ew, gross. He's married to a woman Much half younger. his age. Right, why right. do the, Why does Hollywood keep doing this mm-hmm. with these male co-stars and these female co-stars who are half More their than age? Half. Yeah. And then it was like, no, no, no. It's part of the story. It it matters to the plot. Right. Okay, and that's what we were told. Uh-huh. Having seen the movie, <laughs> do you feel like it matters to the plot? No. And I was thinking about this right after we watched, and we didn't speak of it, so I'm glad you're bringing it up. Thank you. You're welcome. Mind reader. Yeah. Because um, I was wondering about that same controversy and the whole story that, like, oh, it was part of the plot. There are a couple mentions of it, right? But ultimately, is this a spoiler if I say he's jealous? You get it. You get you get an idea that he's had some jealousy issues in the past or, yes. or trust issues. Could he not be married to a beautiful actress right. his same age right. and still be jealous? Right. Because to me, that's where the jealousy comes from, that she's an actress working with these handsome co-stars, doing right. love scenes right. that he's forced to watch. Right. It's not about uh, just her. Like a cuck. Cuckcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <I>, oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> not not my favorite word. No, you're on Cutcast with <laughs> Joe Rogan. Oh gosh. Yeah. Um Amanda Seyfried's Cutcast. <laughs> <laughs> Movie Club Cutcast. <laughs> um Yeah, I, whatever. You know, it's No, it just it fine, she could have been any age, right? Yes, I don't feel like the age of. ended up but I did feel She's a second wife, and I guess there is a cliche that when Men remarry; they tend to marry someone much younger. I don't know if that cliche is accurate or not. I don't right. have, statistically, it just seems. I that feel way. like our anecdotal evidence, based on our own lives, would suggest that that's not true. Right. Because both of our dads remarried to women that were their age, not significantly younger. Right. No. My dad's wife, I guess, is a little bit younger. Right. But, but not, not like Amanda a, Seyfried right. Young. Yeah. No. Not in any. Significant My dad could never land an Amanda Seyfried. Okay. <laughs> um, you never know. True, I guess. But I kind of know. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just thought, having seen the movie, I was like, oh, that didn't really assuage all of my, like, all the ick factor of her being half his age. Right, but it did, it did, there was, like, this hint of it, which is kind of what I was saying, that the movie felt like ten ideas, and then they tried to figure out how to make some of them work, but really they should have stuck with one. You know what I mean? Like there, like there seemed to be threads and like right. maybe if those threads had been developed a bit more, but you can't develop all the threads at the same time because then the movie's probably going to be like five hours. How about a five hour movie of You Should Have Left? I don't think I would like to see no. that. 
Because um, I this one was like eighty nine minutes, and it tested my patience a little. Yeah, no, for sure. In fact, okay, so it's not part, bad. No, it. Yep, I know. And uh, Kevin Bacon, I enjoy so much that right. it's like, okay, I'll watch Kevin Bacon like. Do and the anything. first third, I'm fully on board, mm-hmm. and then when it, it starts introducing like semi-spoilers some potentially supernatural stuff right that's when i was like i'm out well uh, potentially spoilers if that had gone somewhere <laughs> right more Perhaps. in a more concrete way i think that Perhaps. i could have stayed in yeah um the little girl was good oh yeah she was really good oh she's cute yeah 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 um what else have we watched well, you've watched a bunch of stuff all I've watched are Saw movies. I know. <laughs> right. When I said stuff, I should have said Saw I movies. I looked at my letterbox <laughs> yes. since the last podcast we did, which was a week ago, and it's literally Saw. like Saw eight six. Saw, Saw movies. Three. Yeah. Saw, um, Saw, Saw six. Saw seven. I had to turn off a couple of Saw movies early on because I just was like, oh, I don't think I'm in the right headspace for this. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I Please. have a question for you. Let's hear it. Related to that. All right. Do you feel different watching the Saw movies now as, I don't know, you know, still in a pandemic, just as an older person than when the first one came out, as a dad, as an anything person in the world? Do you feel different now than when you first saw the Saw movies? I don't think so, because honestly, and you can go back... 10 years and listen to a podcast that Mike and I did. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> we were so young. Uh, Mike and I did a podcast on the entire Saw franchise in the early going oh, right. of F this movie. And at that point there were only six of them. And we both talked about how we didn't like them when they came out. Right. And then eventually came around to liking them. And then right after we did that podcast, the seventh movie came out and was terrible. Mm. And we were texting each other like, oh no, we made such a mistake. We went to bad for these movies. And now this last one is so bad. Um, so I would still say overall that I do like them. I find them fascinating. They're like a horror movie soap opera with the amount of continuity that they have. And the fact that like everything is a flashback and everything ties into everything else. But Mm -hmm. They are ultimately still not why I watch horror movies. Right. Like, that level of mean-spirited, intense gore, um, the sort of tortury aspect of it, that's not why I watch horror movies. Right. So there's something that I have to be in the mood for, and I don't think I was in the mood when I was trying to like power through a lot of them. Right. Um, even last night you came downstairs from the shower and I was watching Jigsaw, my last one. And it was a scene with just a guy being lowered into a thing and everybody screaming. And yeah. I turned it off cause I was like, yeah, you, you probably don't want this on right now. And I don't feel like having it on right now. So I finished it today, but, okay. um, yeah, I gotta be in the mood for it. And right. a couple times I realized I was not in the mood. Right. Um, okay. Yeah. And so, Chris Rock. Yes. The one that comes out Friday. Yes. What Spiral number is that? from the Book of Saw. Okay, thank you. So is that would, this would be nine. Nine. That's what I thought. Okay, so you and Mike recorded one through six. Yes. 
Okay. Two have come out since. Yeah, and then this was nine. Jigsaw was an attempt to sort of reboot everything. Okay. And then it was, I guess, kind of a failure, critically and commercially. So pff, now they're rebooting it again. And you don't have to have seen right. any of the Because you've really only seen the first two. Yes. Because uh, those are the ones but we saw. But I'm really excited about this in one. In theaters? Yeah, me too. I love the trailer. I haven't even seen the trailer. Okay. Um, I've been avoiding it because... But uh, Heather saw the movie and and tells us that you don't have to have seen the other movies right. to be able to appreciate Spiral from the Book of Saw, which is not a title I like. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when titles are especially long, I feel like you rarely like them. Well, from the Book of Saw, <laughs> the Book of Saw is really dumb. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't care for that. Uh, whatever. Um, I'm excited for it. Yeah. So. It's kicking off our summer movie Are we going to try to get a babysitter? Yeah, we have to. We haven't done that in over a year. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a long time. Not since Birds of Prey, I don't think. I'm guessing that's the last time we got a babysitter and went to a movie. Shout out to our sweet kids, though, who understand now they're old enough now to understand, like, oh, okay, you know, Mama and Daddy are going to record a podcast, so we will entertain ourselves upstairs. Like They're watching for, Jigsaw. For the most part. <laughs> That's what I heard. From the book of Saw. I heard some screaming. Yeah. Um, Yeah, for the most part. That's just them being excited to watch Jigsaw. That's what that (laughs) screaming is about. She just did yell. (laughs) What's going on up there? (laughs) No, but they're so sweet. They just sort of entertain themselves now when we record, which is nice. Yeah. So Xanadu. Xanadu. Let's get into it. It's time for Xanadu. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Uh, Unless there is there anything else that you wanted to... No, let's discuss. just jump into Xanadu. Let's do it. Okay, let's talk Xanadu. So Xanadu, 1980, right? Yeah. Um, would you call it a roller disco? What would you... Or a musical... Musical fantasy. Musical fantasy featuring roller skating and disco and big band. Listen, it has it all. And art. Artists. No, this movie, we were joking last night as we watched Mythology. it. This movie is a Stefan sketch. Um, <laughs> this movie has everything. <laughs> Let me ask you something to start our conversation about Xanadu. Ooh. Okay. Oh, the, the you look love, on his face. No, oh my because gosh. Because there are guys, some things that you what love. What is he about to ask me? There are things I love. Yeah, lots okay. of things. I love a lot of things. Disco music. Sure. Olivia Newton John. Do I love disco music? Yeah. Do I? I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, certain songs. You okay. love the disco aesthetic. I would not put that certainly. in my, like, Oh, like for me to wear it? The yes. disco vibe. Oh, I totally. You don't love I disco. Totally because be. this movie doesn't really have disco music no, in it. But it's, not, yeah. it has a disco vibe. Disco I'm not vibe. a hater, but it's not like yeah, yeah, the top yeah. of No, the you're list. not like, yeah. oh, I love Donna yeah. Summer. You're not your mom. Right. <laughs> she loves Donna Summer. <laughs> and does. everything, too. But um, I do, I could I could fit into a disco aesthetic. Yes, yeah. right. So okay. I think that's what I mean. Okay. Not necessarily the music, just the vibe. Okay. Okay. Disco vibe, mm-hmm. roller skating, yes, tap dancing, yes, Olivia Olivia Newton John, uh huh, okay, mm-hmm. these four things. Gene Kelly, do you owe your love of these things in any part to seeing Xanadu at a young age, or does this movie literally combine all <laughs> these things that you love coincidentally? Yeah, it's the second one for real. Yes, it's the second one. How is that possible? I, I just lucked out and like <laughs> yes, a you did. mediocre, weird, sloppy, <laughs> messy, confusing movie was made with all that. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, that's because the love of Olivia Newton-John came from me practically being a baby. Okay. And my mom, well, yeah, I was. A, I was literally a baby. And my mom recorded the edited for television version of Grease. Thank goodness. Off of TV. Yeah. And that is the VHS tape that I grew up with for a long time, which I think I've um, talked about on the show before. But anyway, and I, you know, I can't help it. Um when she's wearing all black and she's got her big blonde curls, like at the end of Greece. At the end of Greece. That's yes. the part you're not supposed to like. Right. Why? Because she. Because if you're woke, you don't like that part anymore. Oh. Because she changed herself for a man. Right. Oh yeah, that's right. The think pieces are out. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, so I was very young and I didn't think of any of those things, and all I thought of was like, I love wearing all black, and she is so pretty. I can't stand it. Like I should just stop breathing. Look at her. She's so cute and adorable. Because she's like so like adorable and cute, and also so pretty at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you. No, like yeah. like her. Like you. No, okay. Thank you. You're married to me. You have to say that. No, I don't. <laughs> but I was so young and I well, and you know, like what I wear every day, all black. It's just True. that was like so I saw and leather pants every day. I, all every day. Especially heels. when I'm teaching. When I'm teaching, You're all about it's heels the look. and leather pants. It's the look. You spend so, so much time curling your hair every morning though. Oh, I should, right? I should go back to that. I mean, the Olivia Newton-John curls, that's what I was talking about. (laughs) When I was little, my mom used to do that to me. Yeah. Yes, like if there was a dance recital, had to. Speaking of dance recitals, that's going to come up in a second. But anyway, yeah, so Olivia Newton-John, just really young age, got into her, roller skating. I knew that the Olivia Newton-John came from Greece, not Xanadu. Okay, the roller skating came from my mom and dad taking me um, back when they were, you know, you know, um, they taking me to like married? my kid. Yes. Okay. Married. <laughs> the audience might not know. That oh, sorry. Audience, sorry. I spelled it out. <laughs> um, for those, they took me to biography. the, okay. The kindergarten roller skating party. That was like, it was a school part. Like the entire grade school was invited to a roller rink. What happened in these days? And I was in <laughs> kindergarten and I had blue and yellow, like sneaker looking. I never say sneaker, but mm-hmm. that's roller skates. And my dad taught me how to roller skate. And I loved it. And then in our basement, I used to just roller skate around all the time. So I'm age five there. Okay. okay. So baby with so with Grease. Right. So with Olivia Newton-John. Okay. Then roller skating age five. Yeah. Um, what else did you name? Oh, the music. That just, well, the, again, yeah, the... it raised in my house where my mom played everything, but right. definitely a lot of like disco Donna Summer. Yes, okay. absolutely. She had all the like vinyl and we, st- I think we have them in our house right now. She gave them to us. Um, I and what else? Don't. What was the what was the fourth thing you said? Tap dancing. Oh, and tap dancing. Yeah, because my mom put me in dance lessons when I was three, right. and belly and tap were the first two classes I ever took. So it was very young age. So at what point do you see Xanadu okay. then? So I discover I'm actually in a dance recital in the mid to late eighties. Okay. I'm very young. And I'm standing, so we have, you know, a bunch of like dress rehearsals, right? So I'm standing on the side of the stage waiting for my dance to go on, right? Like you're in the wings. And the the number in front of me were older girls and they were dancing to a Xanadu song. Um, dancing. Just that's the song, Dancing. Dancing? Right. The one that goes, Lord, I won't take my Oh, that's called Dancing? Ooh, I think so. Okay. Is it? I don't know. I think so. Forget about the blues tonight. Yes. That one. Forget about the blues tonight. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So I'm in the wings watching this like multiple times. And <clears throat> I don't know. Something something just 
I don't know. I, I like loved the song. Like so I loved their dance. They were older girls. I, maybe I was impressed. They were really good. I still can kind of see it in my head and I was so young. But I, so I wanted to find that song and like that feeling and right. I just wanted to like relive that, right? Like they're these older girls dancing. They're really good. The choreography is incredible. Even at a young age, I'm super impressed. I want to find that. So I eventually find the song. I think from the program, maybe I'm like looking it up um, when I was old enough to do that and or maybe i just asked my mom i don't know so that's how i discovered xanadu from the song in a dance recital got it probably with tap shoes on it's all coming together yeah it sure is and that was that was my introduction now was this a movie you watched a lot as a kid no okay this was this does not qualify as a right grease annie et can't buy me love wuthering heights you know (laughs) whatever happened to baby jane (laughs) standards of childhood (laughs) bye bye birdie was one my mom put on all the time so i know you damn turtles hey (laughs) i've only seen it the one time really yeah (gasps) let's do a bye bye birdie podcast everybody's dying to hear it you guys tell them a few times Hey, Aunt Margaret. Like we should, well, so now you're speaking my language. All right, see you next. The week, few times baby. I've been like, we should do older movies. Mm-hmm. Um, we do older movies, and then no one listens. So how do you know no one listens? Well, I can see a little bit. You can see like views. Yeah. Listens, plays. Yeah. How do you see? Yeah. But like, what if someone's it listening? Okay. But what if they're on their phone? And they yeah, live... no, I can't see everything. I'm not okay. privy to everything. But I just when we did try it a couple of times, it didn't do so great but there's now podcasts devoted exclusively to older movies so you know uh our friend daniel epler does a podcast called cobwebs yeah only about older movies right so and is doing very well for himself so uh so that's good so it's it's covered so he can do bye bye birdie i guess is what i'm saying (laughs) it's not black and white we can still do bye bye birdie come on i've been posting pictures about Anne margaret we watched an Anne margaret movie yeah for you know was that for your birthday? It was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, four, something we are. Technically, we watched an Elvis movie yes. that Anne Margaret happened to be in. Well, but for me, it's an Anne Margaret movie. Script. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, there's Xanadu, and that's how I found Xanadu. And, okay. and then later, I fell in love with Singing in the Rain and right. Gene Kelly. Right. Um, so, I read that Xanadu was loosely based. No, the Gene Kelly character in Xanadu yeah. is his character from. An older movie okay. that I swear we have watched. I'm going to try to look it up. Okay. Um, where Danny McGuire, he plays Danny McGuire, right? Yeah. And, okay, so first of all, this is Gene Kelly's last movie. Now that kind of breaks my heart. <laughs> I'm all over the place right now, but can I, I'm glad I thought to myself, it was making me so sad, right? Like thinking this is his last movie and it bombed. I think even when they were putting it out, they kind of just, like, stopped putting it out. Did I read that? Or they, like, didn't screen it or something. Um, he plays but... Danny McGuire in Cover Girl with yes. Linda Hayworth. Yes. Didn't we just watch that? I believe we did. In the yeah. past few we months. We got, like, the Twilight Time Blu-ray, I want to yes. say. Yes. And watched it. Yeah. I don't remember it. I kind of remember them dancing. I'm sure if we watched any of it again. Okay. Oh, it's the one with Phil Silvers. Yeah, I do kind of remember okay. it. I yeah. do kind of remember it. So, um, isn't that... Interesting. Aren't you That's fascinated even more weird. by Xanadu? I know, I that know. Somehow Xanadu is some weird sequel to Cover Girl. Why would they do that? Why would they name him the it's same character? It's not like a sequel, but it's just his character. Right. But that's weird. Yeah. Well, I don't know. They don't know. have permission it's... to do that. How do you know? I don't. I'm <laughs> maybe, saying things on a maybe podcast. They do. <laughs> that's what we do. That's, that's what people right. do. That's right. Um, yeah, so... 
Um, I just thought that that was interesting. What else? So Gene Kelly, I don't know. I, I didn't grow up watching it over and over again, but I loved the music. My dad was a huge ELO fan, so there's a little bit of that too. You didn't even you didn't even know that, did you? I did you not. You didn't even throw that. I in there. remember working at my dad's White Hen, and the cops used to come in all the time because we gave them free coffee. Okay, for people who don't know what the White Hen oh, pantry sorry. was, yeah, it's a the, convenience store. Yeah, kind of like a Seven yeah. Eleven. And he owned it, and I worked there. Um, and you worked there when we first met. Yeah. Cops used to come in all the time and hang out because he would give them free coffee in the. Under the belief that, well, if you give them free coffee, then they're there all the time. And if they're there all the time, nobody's going to try to rob you, right? Oh. And then the whole time I worked there, nobody ever tried to rob us. So okay. maybe it worked. Okay. There was this one cop. His name was Steve. He hung out all the time. He would come in for coffee. He would just stand around and talk for an hour. Loved ELO. Loved ELO. That's the one thing I remember about this cop, Steve, how much he loved ELO. And at the time, I was like, huh? What? Why? Um, but now I love ELO. Yay. So maybe it's just about... <laughs> You have to mature into your love of or yellow. Or maybe it's because of Paul Thomas Anderson. Uh, I mean, it could be. Hmm. Um, Didn't we have, um, was it in our wedding video or on our wedding CD? We had Mr. Blue Sky? People walked into it at our wedding oh, when we yeah, introduced yeah, yeah. the bridal party. That's right. That was what they were introduced right. to. But that was from Adaptation, not Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh, that's true. You're right. I think the trailer for Adaptation, I don't even think it's in the oh, movie. It was gosh. just from the trailer. Yeah, you're right. Right? Yeah. No, Maybe? I think so. Your okay. memory is better than mine, and I don't know what I, I don't was, know about I that. Was you remember of... somebody else's dance from 1986, so <laughs> it was who's good. got the good memory? Yeah. <laughs> Those same teenage girls also danced to a Pink Floyd song that was really good. Do you remember the song? Run. From The Wall? I think so. Okay. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's what that's from. Yeah. That was that was a really cool dance, too. Um, I had never seen Xanadu start to finish, which excited me so much for recording this podcast yeah, because I it's rare. <laughs> watching some of it in our last place, we had a townhouse before we had kids or anything, and or maybe it was right after our son was. I don't know. We were both up at like six thirty in the morning. Okay. You didn't have to go anywhere. I did. Xanadu oh. was on. Okay. I saw some of it. Then I had to leave. Mm. You stayed home. I don't know if you finished watching Xanadu or not. I put on tap shoes. <laughs> right. Curled your hair. I put on a, like a jumpsuit. Oh, nice. Oh, my gosh. Olivia Newton-John in this movie. What a babe. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> but I knew the music because we have the record mm -hmm. and would play it in the house, in this house, yeah, like yes. within the last year or two. We right. would play the soundtrack to Xanadu a lot because I bought it used at a half-price books for you. Thank and you. so we would listen to it in the house and the soundtrack is great. Like, mm -hmm. I like all the music. It's it's when it's when the songs show up in the movie, the visuals don't really do the music justice. No. Nothing's happening on screen. You mentioned Not that. for lack of trying, though. Right. Because sometimes it's a cartoon. <laughs> right, I know. That's so kind of like we were talking about with the Kevin Bacon movie. Um, Xanadu <laughs> seems like a whole lot of ideas, and they can't decide which one they want to go with. Right. So they try to go with all of them, but again, you can't. It it it's just it's all over the place. Like there's so there's so many little threads, and they do connect, but at the same time, it's just like what what's happening? I I did read, um, like a while back 
something about there were reshoots and and just or re-edits or I don't know that oh, they okay. like that they kind of tried to do a couple different things with it maybe and yeah. so stuff ended up on the cutting room floor. Oh, that explains all the weird. Um... The scenes where dialogue is delivered from the backs of people's heads, yes. which happens a lot in a the movie. A lot, yeah, a lot. Like, important lines of dialogue are delivered by off-screen characters. Right. Or then, or you are just the back of Olivia Newton-John's head for right. so long. And then it cuts to her talking, and she's down, she's in front of this completely different backdrop that right. isn't where they're standing. The lighting is different. Yeah, everything yeah. is so... <laughs> it's fascinating. Um, Roger Ebert, apparently described this movie as a mushy and limp musical fantasy. Um mushy and limp I don't mind the mushy fantasy. Oh yeah, right. I don't mind the mushy either. Limp is probably a fair word for it. It's fascinating. It's it's bad. Like I wanted to love it. Mhm. Um and I still enjoyed it. I still was entertained by it right. even though I probably shouldn't have been, but the music is good and it's almost wall-to-wall music. And Olivia Newton-John is, as you said, adorable. Gene Kelly is doing his best. Yeah. And it's great to see him, you know, getting up in years, still dancing and And being incredibly charming. I mean, my gosh, he's always just so handsome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, There's a third part of that trifecta that we'll talk about that doesn't work as well. (laughs) But... uh, (laughs) <laughs> I think I know where you're going with yeah, that. Yeah, of course. Um, but it's Blank just slate. it's uh, it's just kind of poorly put together, right. and the script is real bad because there were scenes where I was like, characters are talking at each other and almost having two different conversations in the same scene. Like normally dialogue works where I would say one thing, and then you would say something that either responded to. Or built off what I just said. So it's A, B, A, B, A, B. This movie is structured more like A, C, mm. A, F, <laughs> A, G. Um, and the dialogue doesn't match up in terms of like people having conversations. I, I, there were times where people would say things so left field that I was like, I have no idea what they're talking about right, right now. right. That's why I really do think it got either the scenes were cut in strange ways or the script just got reworked in strange ways or a combination of both things, yeah. right? Yeah. It just, not everything matches up. It feels like um, a lot of pieces like kind of thrown together and then, I don't know, it's just it's just messy and it's kind of ugly at times. Like the lighting is dark in some of the scenes in the yeah. club where you just wanted to be brighter yeah. and vibrant and here's yes. all these dancers but it looks like it looks to me like when you go to um like a banquet hall that hasn't been updated in 20 years and <laughs> yeah, it's sad right. and depressing and someone just had like a really sad event there you know like like several of the weddings we've been to oh my gosh oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> just a few just a few <laughs> um, and i feel like those that we've been to where we've sat there thinking like why are they doing this those are the ones that didn't make it they're the one right i mean we were generally right yeah obviously there's one specific one that i know you and i are both thinking of right now oh yeah and that was one of the first ones to not work out which is fine and weird and yeah right i think yeah i mean everybody's better off everyone's happier yeah right but um so that's a fun feeling being at a wedding and wondering why we're going through with this 
Oh, right. Like going through, like watching them go through yes. with it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, oh. I didn't think that at our wedding. Oh, yeah. No, well, that's okay. good. I just want to make that clear. <laughs> that I wasn't having those thoughts. That was like almost 17 years ago. So I'm glad. Goodness. Yes. We can go back right. in time 10 years. Oh, then we not would 17. be. 17. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So. What else about Xanadu? The what did you think about this storyline? Like the main, I mean, the whole thing about the muses, right? Like that he it's awakens the muses, and then it's so dumb. And then Gene but Kelly, that's fine. I right? Can deal with right. Dumb. Well, and going back to Ebert's quote, right, as like mushy and limp musical fa- fantasy. Um, and you said I'm okay with the mushy part. The ending, I think. Yesterday, I was kind of like laughing at maybe, but then I was thinking about it today. I'm like, oh, I don't mind the ending so much, actually. <laughs> what is the ending? Do you ending? remember? Well, then he sees, he starts talking oh, to the right. waitress. Right, because she's Olivia Newton-John. Right, so right. it's like, oh, he, his dreams will come true. Is that what it is? Because he specifically loved Kira. Right. The waitress isn't Kira reincarnated, or no. is she? She's well, just another woman who looks like Kira. So yes. it's really just about it's what just she a, looks like. Right, just no, right. As right. long as you look like Olivia Newton John, I, I love you. I think maybe that on a deeper level, it's the symbolism oh. of a girl like Kira, right? Like, or that, like, I don't know, that, that's, that someday I'll have that. And so then he meets her and she looks like her. Right. She is her. It's Olivia Newton John. Okay. So maybe that's really the message is like, um, just wait, it'll happen for you. Don't give up on your dreams. Don't give up on Don't your dreams. Don't give up on your dreams. If your dreams are to open a club with Gene Kelly. Where you combine. An ugly club. Rock. And. The and, 40s. Right. Swing. Like it's a big band, 40s. Right. Combined with, how did he, oh my gosh, how did Michael Beck's character describe, I forget, it was like rock and roll and guitars and something. I don't remember the line. But, I don't know. Um, Roger Ebert, I guess, also said something about the choreography. Let me find the quote. Where is it? Um, yeah, Ebert said, the dance numbers in this movie do not seem to have been conceived for film. He noted that, now I'm just on Wikipedia, that mass <laughs> dance scenes were not photographed well by the cinematographer who shot at eye level and failed to pick up the larger patterns of dancers with dancers in the background muddying the movement of the foreground. I, there were a lot of big scenes where they're just, it, the camera's moving around. Do you remember when they're in, I think, a mall, a dressing room? Oh, they're in the costume shop, the right? The whole fun Gene Kelly makeover yes, sequence? Yes, yes. There, there's... There was nothing embarrassing about that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Making Gene Kelly try on a series of horrible outfits. The whole... it And, like, there's so... It was his Pretty Woman makeover. It's very, like, clownish. You know, yeah. the, the reaction shots from the backup dancers and um, there were literal like mimes and shit. Yes, in the, there's in all the sorts. It's, again, shop, it's like all, poking their heads around every like time he tries on a new outfit. Pick up the whole bag of trips, tricks, and you just dump them all out, and then you don't choose which ones work for the movie. You just keep them right. all in. There was that one shot of all the dancers' legs, and they had on like nylons with spider webs kind of on them mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then the one dancer climbs through and has like spider webs yes on their shoulders I the shot yeah and it was so fast i mean it was like five seconds yeah. and that was it and you never saw those dancers with the spider legs again you know this whatever i'm like wow that was a lot of effort for that five seconds that it was cool but also i don't think it mattered like what are we doing like it was just so much it's messy mm-hmm. it's messy and and chaotic yeah it seems like Instead of 
Right. Instead of like really getting a handle of the choreography and the production of it all, it's there's a lot of chaos. Yeah. It, uh... But that one song, oh, when they do, when the two, when they finally show the vision for this club of the two different styles coming together and literally the set piece is like moving stages and the big band is moving together with like the rock and it comes together. I love that part of the song so much and I want it to go on and on. I feel like that song ends too quickly. Um, but the, yeah, the set pieces. Oh, and then I was seeing, this is the first time I've ever thought about singing in the rain so much. Like I truly feel like there were all these little kind of just homages to singing in the rain. I mean, literally they're holding umbrellas at one point yeah. and then putting them up to the camera and the way that he, they have a ballad that they sing together, right? That's sort of about falling in love and they're on, aren't they on like a, like a set, like a stage? They're in the empty club, aren't they? Yes. And there's like lights for, for, um, you know, if they were going to like put on a big production, everything's there. Right. So like all the, so I was really getting a vibe from singing in the rain when he sings to her, what does he sing? When he basically says, like, I'm falling in love with you. Well, he doesn't sing really ever in this movie. No, but in Singing in the Rain. Oh, 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 um, you've seen Singing in the Rain way more times than I have because you teach it. Yeah, and I'm blanking on the song where they're in the big, like, soundstage. And he turns on the lights and he basically is saying... You are my lucky star. Is that it? I don't know. Is that from Singing in the Rain? Yes, it is. (laughs) Yes, of course. Yes, it it definitely is. Um, Is it... Make them laugh. <laughs> it's singing in the rain. It's good morning. No, I don't remember. Is the, it the rainbow connection? Is it Lucky Star? I don't think it's Lucky Star. It doesn't matter. The All point right. is, you were meant for me. Was that it? No. I don't know. It doesn't matter. And the point is, in Xanadu, they're singing a song that has a similar vibe like right. that. Right. Like, the hero, right. my feelings are coming out in this song, and they're on the, the set, and the lights turn on. But as you pointed out, it's so boring how about that scene where they're just roller skating around suddenly yeah oh my gosh suddenly yes. the wheels are in motion <laughs> suddenly the wheels are in motion <laughs> want me to sing some more please <laughs> the roller skating around like the fake trees and yeah. they're just going around yeah. and around oh my gosh yeah. lo- roller skating is so great though why did that fall out of fashion i don't know a lot of people roller skate in this movie I love um, it. I love John it. roller skates. Michael Beck roller skates. Yes. He doesn't sing. He barely dances. He does. He barely. He dances for like eight counts. He barely. During the franchise glitz makeover. <laughs> Which even that expression. What are we talking about? They're, that's what they settle on. They all go franchise glitz. Like <laughs> that's not a thing. It is a thing. It was um, a thing. I kept... and Gene Kelly roller skates. Yeah. He does. Oh, he's so great. And he and Olivia Newton-John have their little, little dance number, which is very much like, you know, throwback to hit, to the older styles and whatnot. But um, are we going to talk about Michael Beck? We could talk about Michael Beck. Because when you said he barely danced, I just said he barely. And then I wanted us to... That's it. Ends the podcast. <laughs> great. Xanadu. He barely... <laughs> um, he is most... Famous, of course. For the Warriors. For the Warriors. Yeah. Um, he's in stuff like Battle Truck and Megaforce, two 
very famous schlocky B movies that I've never seen. I I know people will be surprised them. that I've never seen Megaforce, but okay. I never have. Well, um, exploitation is a couple weeks away. It is in just a few weeks. <laughs> uh, he was just in Chiller, which was our last Craven Craven episode a couple of weeks ago. And I think I commented that he's not particularly interesting in that movie. I like him in The Warriors because I think he fits that certain... Uh, he's kind of stoic in that movie, but he's got kind of a New York attitude about him, and I think that works. Okay. I don't think he's a particularly charming or charismatic romantic leading man, which is what he needs to be in Xanadu. So I think you have Gene Kelly giving a very fun supporting performance. I think you have yeah. Olivia Newton-John smiling. Right. I mean, there's not much <laughs> to do. Not, just, she's so just She just adorable is wide-eyed and, and, and smiling. Right. right. Um, and her hair is so shiny. <laughs> how did Olivia Newton-John become a person? How did, how I don't... It, Australia. I know. Australians are so Australia. gorgeous. Yes. Ugh. They really are. Like... It's crazy. Any, there was a run where just right. like any celebrity that was beautiful, you would right. say, where is this? Oh, they're from Australia. Right. I mean, okay. we, we but... literally, no, and we're not joking. Like, yeah. we literally, I'd be like, oh my gosh, she's so gorgeous. Where is she from? And the answer was always Australia. And so we'd be like, <laughs> all right. Um, but Michael Beck, not really up to the Not really up of... to. Just end it there. End the podcast. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's done a ton of TV work. Okay. A lot of TV. Okay. Uh, as like recently as parts 2004, or actually, okay, he did an but, episode of Jag. Oh, okay. But just like, was it like a one episode thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, episodes, okay. Yeah, that's TV. fine. That's great. I, you know, I like him in The Warriors. Yeah. I I like was, him in The Warriors. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> so this viewing of Xanadu, I was a little bit distracted by how boring his <laughs> like there's a blank slate i don't know vanilla i have all these things i want to say just n like hello hello i wanted to knock on him i wanted to knock on his face like hello hello <laughs> it's just a lot of staring right a lot of staring a lot of wide-eyed oh my muse yeah what i i don't know i feel bad it's just not it's yeah, not a very energetic performance. No. Um, yeah, I just think he's. I think he's miscast. Yes. Right. Right. Ultimately, is what it comes down Absolutely. to. Absolutely. Right. And it may be the kind of thing where maybe they went to a lot of people, and a lot of people could smell the stink on Xanadu. Oh, you know. No. Oh, but gosh, it doesn't. But that Gene doesn't explain Kelly Gene Kelly. And, yeah, right. Exactly. And John and, right. Oh. Um. Yeah, Miss Cass, who do you think? Like, who around that time? This is a tough question. Uh, in 1980, 1980 I have no who idea. could have played that part with a little more, like, just sparkle in his eyes, even? Like, just a little more. John Travolta. <laughs> no, you can't say John Travolta, although Why I thought not? of that, too. I thought of that, too. <laughs> no, I do think they. He would have been great. <sighs> yeah, maybe. But I don't know. And a better I mean... re Grease reunion than uh, Two of a Kind. <laughs> um, Which I've never seen. Who else was, like,. That's 1980. It. That's it. There were no Only other John actors. Travolta. No, what about, um, oh, well, we have to think about the singing. Did Michael Peck sing that much? No, I don't no. think he sang at all. Yeah. If it was Travolta, they could have given him some numbers. 
<laughs> Some numbers. He could have had a couple of numbers, numbers in this picture. <laughs> now you're Gene Kelly in the movie. Um, so It's me, Danny McGuire. <laughs> I felt so, but okay, my heart went out to him too, just thinking about him making this movie, probably hoping that this was going to be like a big fun thing. And like, he's... What's going through his head though his during later the franchise years, glitz oh my God. makeover sequence that he's when like lines like, are climbing around like and they're putting cool. him in it's for the, it's like terrible for the young clothes. Kids. Is that it's what he's cool thinking? cool for the kids and that they're like the next generation is going to rediscover him. Mm-hmm. And then so it breaks my heart to think like, oh my gosh, it... It really, I mean, it crashed and burned. And then also, um, I think that this movie and maybe one other, I don't know where I read this. They were it like, it was one other movie. The reason that the golden raspberries even were invented. Is that right? Like, yeah, which, you know, again, fuck the golden raspberries. Yeah, no, I'm not supporting so that. Stupid. But I'm just saying, I think that's why it even. I'm trying to find the name of the other. There was one other movie. Oh, it was the 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 Village People musical. Um, Can't stop the music. Okay. Apparently, came out around the same time, and okay. uh, those two movies combined led to the creation of the Golden Raspberries, okay. which is so stupid. And you could say, "Oh, wow, they made a movie so bad they had to invent an award show just for how bad it is." And I, whatever, I just mm-hmm. don't agree with that. I would much rather watch. Xanadu than a lot of the movies that, you know, the Golden Raspberries deems worthy right. of their ire. Um, right. Xanadu was made into a musical, correct like a stage me if musical. I'm wrong. Yes. Yeah, and then right. didn't it tour as well? I don't know. But I, to me, that makes so much sense. I think this would be kind of fun to see on stage. They can do so much with it. And the roller skating would be fun, I think. <laughs> um, but yeah, that just, it makes sense to me as a stage musical um yeah i was just trying to read about it a little bit there was a successful national tour of it um i don't recognize the names in the cast but only because i don't know what year, does it say the years because i have a vague memory of this 2007 yeah, okay. is when it okay. premiered and me thinking like oh maybe we should see xanadu on stage yeah do they need me to roller skate in their show because i could do that you could absolutely I could play do, i could tap Kira dance and i could tap dance and roller skate those are like my two things I that was to, like my only two talents. I wanted to rewatch. That's all it. there is. That's all I have. <laughs> Are you? You're a better tap dancer than Olivia Newton-John. Thanks, really. Well, yeah, she's not a great tap dancer. I am she pretty She acquits bubbly. herself just fine. I in am the pretty movie. bouncy. You are. She's fine in the movie. Like she's cute and she she's sells so it, but cute. she's tap dancing, tap dancing next to Gene Kelly. Yes, I know, right? Which is a problem. Yes, for anyone, right? She's can... not. I don't think a trained tap dancer. I don't think so. No, no. She's just looking so sweet while she does it. But right. yeah, yeah, it's like. So we like her mm-hmm. because she's Olivia Newton-John. Do you have a favorite song in the movie? Oh, it's yeah. It's the right. combined. I think it's called. Forget about the blues. Yeah, I think it's called just dancing. I know I have asked Alexa to play it in uh, our home many times, yes, even though we it have is the called vinyl. dancing. Right. Oh my gosh, I love it so much. What's wrong with me? It just gives me so many feelings. Do you like the old timey part or the rock part better? Um, the rock part better, but then when they combine oh. and they're like they're layered on yeah. top of each other. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <gasps> yes. Yes. <laughs> Will you buy me roller roller skates, a new pair? Yeah. Okay. Because you know what pair I have? They're really, really old. They came from a Milwaukee roller rink. 
when I You was, stole them? Um, I borrowed them. Oh. Um, they still have my college ID that I gave them to borrow them. <laughs> this is a long story. I won't tell it, but when I was Roller Girl for Halloween yeah. and I worked like a full shift at Blockbuster dressed as Roller Girl on right. roller skates, right. like returning the movies to the shelves, right? I remember. roller skating I've the entire the day. Yes, there are some pictures. Not a lot though. That's too bad, right? But I worked all day and then I went out all night for Halloween and I'll never forget this girl. She's like, you're going to fall tonight. And I was like, no, I'm not. And I didn't. I didn't fall. I even went up and down stairs for parties. You that kicked we her in the to. face with your skates. Yeah. Like, that was a side of me that like no one has ever the on the seen before. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yep. <laughs> Don't tell me I'm going to fall on my skates. That's right. I never did. <laughs> Will you buy me new roller skates? Yeah, no okay. problem. I don't know if I should be wearing those Milwaukee ones anymore. All right. They're really old. Because they were really old when I borrowed them from the random. We'll get you new ones. Rig. We'll play the Xanadu soundtrack. Yes. Oh, I'm going to curl my around. hair. I'm going to make it really big, bouncy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a whole animated sequence that right away I knew was from Don Bluth and yeah. looked it up, and sure enough, it was from Don Bluth. You can tell his style of animation. It's just it's not a, a, a super interesting animated sequence. Well, it's yeah, it's not his fault, but it's like, right. oh, now this is happening. Again, it, I just get the sense like, oh, we want to try this too. We'll throw this into, right? The whole bag of tricks and just we're keeping it all. Like, I just But nothing it doesn't like fit together. You don't right. like why? Well, I, I don't even mind that cuz you know, I mean, I like when a non-musical oh, breaks yes. into song Absolutely. or like when a, a movie I like a movie to right. try everything, you right. know. Um, but for some reason, but like in a way that flows or connects, well, everything was just kind of falling flat. Like even mm -hmm. the big number at the end, I was like, this oh, should yeah. be so dynamic and exciting. And for some reason it's not. And it didn't occur to me that the director didn't know how to shoot the choreography. I know Kenny Ortega did the choreography. Yeah. So in theory, it should be good. Right. Because he's a very famous choreographer. Right, absolutely. I don't know enough about dance to say like Kenny Ortega, he's the best, <laughs> but, um, I know he's very famous and right. now he directs movies and stuff. And so Disney, a lot of Disney stuff. Right. Um, in theory, the choreography is good and not the problem. So it should be then that I guess the way that it's directed is what's wrong with it. Uh, that didn't occur to me, but I guess that's what it is. What about the editing? No, that's messy too. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing is, right. feels kind of sloppy. Mm -hmm. Um, it just feels like, which they... is weird for a movie this expensive. It costs yeah. $20 million in 1980 oh money. Oh my gosh. Um, I think they had high hopes and then realized like it's not working out for whatever reason, directing, editing, other things. It because just, it's hey, so goofy to begin with why did they think it would make I money because it the seems whole thing to is me so goofy it seems to me like somebody's charming like fantasy right right yeah it's charming so char that's why i think it's like the cult classic that it is now right or i, I don't know do yeah no it definitely, it, cult is. Classic? it definitely is um but it seemed like it was somebody's sort of fever dream in a way <laughs> and like combining all these elements right. that were popular for like a really short period of time and so right. by the time the movie came out it was like, oh, this is, like, over, you know, in a way. I don't know. Um, it gave me a lot of, like, New York City 80s vibes, even though I think it's California and it, it came out in California, 1980. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> How does it compare to something like The Apple? When we watched The Apple. Pretty recently. Very recently. Right? Wasn't that yeah. for Screen Drafts? You, yeah, you watched that for Screen okay. Drafts and I was with you and I immediately said, like, oh, I'm getting Xanadu vibes. Yeah. Right. 
um, how does it compare? Yeah. Um, like quality? Yeah. I feel like the Apple actually, was it called The Apple? Or it's Apple? called The Apple. The Apple, yeah. yeah. I feel like that film has a little more gloss to it, actually. Oh, I would disagree with really? that. Really? Yeah. My memory of it is that there was just a little bit more, um, I don't know, like... I'm picturing right now some of the set pieces. They just seemed a little more exciting than the ones in Xanadu. Okay. Like, think about the set pieces and some of the Xanadu scenes. They're so flat and boring. Yeah. So that's what I'm okay. saying. When I say glossy, that's what I mean. Okay. Like, those big dance and set pieces. Well, Xanadu has definitely better music. Yeah. Yeah, better for sure. star power, better performances. Absolutely. Because the music in the Apple is kind of terrible, but mm-hmm. in like a fun, trashy way. Right. Um, but it, it, the Apple is more consistent. Like, it's probably a worse movie, but it's more consistent in its badness. Right. And it feels more cohesive than something like Xanadu does. Right. I think that's what I meant when I was trying to say, when I said glossy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But consistent is a really good way of describing it. Okay. Yeah. What else about Xanadu? Um, Olivia Newton-John is adorable. Did I say that at all? You mentioned okay. it. A few times. Once, maybe I twice. I think everyone should seek out the music. I think that um, you should buy me roller skates. I will buy you roller okay, skates. I'm excited you. for you to... Do you have a favorite roller skating movie? We watched a few the past few years. Yeah, we did. And it was just all, they're all so fun. I don't yes. know if I have a favorite. What's the one? Um, okay, you will remember all the titles right away. Okay. Go ahead, go. Name them. Well, the two big ones that we watched were Skate Town USA. Yes. With Patrick Swayze and Scott Bayo. Oh my gosh. The one that I really love is Roller Boogie is with that... Linda Blair. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. That one's amazing. Yeah. That's my favorite. Yeah, I like that a lot too. Because that's, uh, what's his name? Isn't it? Isn't that Mark? Mark Lester? I don't remember, but I do remember... Who did Class of 1984, which we just watched. Her amazing roller skating dance scenes. Um, and that... Wait, that came out in 1979. Yeah. So do you do you see what I'm saying? I feel like Xanadu was like taking all of these things, all these elements, and putting them together, and they thought it was going to be right on the money for what... And sure. I imagine Gene Kelly was like, yes, this is... The kids are going to love it. And I'm... You know, it's kind of like... And they'll read. They'll discover me, maybe, and right. I don't know. But then it just, it just ended. What was the gap? Uh, maybe you can look this up, or we don't really have time, I guess. But we have the all the gap, time. Like, was Gene Kelly working consistently through the nineteen seventies? That's a good question that I don't know the answer to. Or did he right. kind of disappear for a little while? Right. Like, was this, um, was this a movie that? sort of was a comeback not a cut I mean, he didn't need a comeback but you know what i mean like had he been out of it for a while i don't know yeah i would need to read up on it it looks like he was like directing that's entertainment in the 1970s doing some tv stuff right. he was in viva knievel in 1977 oh yeah um and then xanadu in 1980 but kind of wasn't doing a lot in the 70s in terms of being visible on screen because I don't remember him being in a ton of movies in the 1970s. I couldn't name a single 1970s right. Gene Kelly movie, but I wasn't sure if maybe I just had missed them all, you know? Yeah. Uh, hmm. But he came out of, uh, it wasn't retirement, but he came back to the screen for Xanadu. And I guess, like, his health declined after that, right? So After Xanadu? 
Do you think I it was because of Xanadu? So I think I mean he didn't. When did he die? Well, I'll tell you. Uh, oh, he died on okay, nineteen ninety six. Nineteen ninety six. He was eighty three. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. So he was still. He just didn't work for sixteen years after Xanadu. Wow. This wasn't his final film because he died like the mm-hmm. next year. Right. Oh no no no, no 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 no. Right right. He was just like well after right. Xanadu. Right. He was remarried. What else to can someone, I do? I think very. I think. Very Amanda much. Seyfried. I yep. <laughs> so what's the title of that movie again? I can't you even. Should have left. I can't even make the joke. You should have left. <laughs> it left my mind. I can't remember it. Um, do you want me to sing as we close out this podcast? Yeah, you probably no, should. No, I, I shouldn't, think it's but we should idea. play the song. Are we allowed to play music? That's... Not really. Oh. I'm going to play a few seconds here Can everyone there, just but... look it up? Yeah, okay. I'm sure. Which, you want everyone to look up dancing from yes. Xanadu? Should I play it? Should I? No, you okay, should not. Um, yeah, they should blast that one. Loud. Okay. Blast it loud. I, I wanted to, I started to say this earlier and then I forgot. I, I wanted to go back and rewatch the beginning once we got to the credits because I saw that one of the muses was played by Sandal Bergman oh, yeah. from Conan the Barbarian and Hell Comes to Frogtown and all that jazz, I know. Right. And the best episode of Moonlighting, Big Man on Mulberry Street. Oh, let's watch uh, it. Sure. I will also go back and watch the beginning of Xanadu with you again. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Because uh, I missed her dancing in the movie. Okay. Because I was just confused. I don't know. I, I was very confused. I'm sure they did. Okay. But I was just very confused at the beginning of Xanadu. It was very... I was I was very out of sorts. It is confusing. Yeah. It is confusing, but um Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh so that's it for Xanadu. Thanks for talking about this movie with me, Bew. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> is this going to this podcast is going to be up tomorrow? Correct. And it's our daughter's ninth birthday tomorrow. Oh happy birthday, happy Rosie. Happy birthday, Rosie. We talked about Xanadu for your birthday. Yay. <laughs> what is her favorite movie? Her favorite movie? Yeah. Well, right before we recorded this, she asked to watch that new movie. Oh yeah, and I felt so bad. Versus she's the asking, machines. Yep, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I said no. We're recording a podcast, but yeah. um, she loves. Um, I don't know. What's her favorite right now? I don't know. I don't think she has one. No, a she. Fav- does. Oh she no, she does. Me. Book of Life. Yes, she's obsessed with Book of Life right now. She is. Yeah, that is mm-hmm. her favorite movie right now. Right. All right. So, so that's what we'll watch. Happy birthday, Rosie. Happy birthday, Rosie. Thank you guys very much for listening. Make we sure will... you find the Xanadu soundtrack. Yes. Play it. All your may all pick your... a favorite song, share it below. Oh yeah, fthismovie.com, please, or you yes. can tweet us at fthismovie. I want to know what your favorite song is. Yes, please, 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 all and right. may all of your roller skating dreams come true. <laughs>